Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> shocking audio of a sex offender's crude remarks about the victim in a case that has brought criticism of progressive Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon. Bill Malusian is live in Los Angeles with the latest for us. Hi, Bill. Yeah, Dana, good morning to you. So, LADA George Gascon has taken a lot of heat when it comes to this case. It has to do with a 26-year-old transgender child molester who was sentenced to only two years in a juvenile facility because George Gascon just refused to prosecute her as an adult. So take a look. This is 26-year-old Hannah Tubbs, who was recently convicted of sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl inside of a Denny's bathroom in L.A. County back in 2014. Now, at the time, Tubbs' first name was James, and she was two weeks from her 18th birthday. CCTV showed Tubbs going into that Denny's bathroom and then fleeing the scene after the assault, but she wasn't connected to that sexual assault until she was arrested for another crime in 2019. And prosecutors say she began identifying as female after she was taken into custody. And despite having multiple violent crimes on her record already, Gascon refused to prosecute Tubbs as an adult. And last month, a judge sentenced her to serve two years in a juvie facility at age 26, and she also will not have to register as a sex offender. Now, I've obtained, I've obtained uh, some of Tubbs' phone calls from law enforcement sources from when she was in custody in L.A. County here in November. This was before her sentencing. In a phone call with her dad, she just gloats that she's not going to serve any prison time and that she won't have to register as a sex offender. Take a listen. Don't worry about it. It's a strike, but they're gonna plead. I'm gonna plead out to it. I'm gonna plead guilty. They're gonna stick me on probation, and it's gonna be dropped. It's gonna be done. Done. I won't have to register once or nothing. For uh, an offender, you don't have to register. I won't have to do none of that. So what are they gonna do to you then? Nothing. Now, in those calls, Tubbs also went on to make some extremely crude, disparaging remarks about her 10-year-old victim, openly discussing her sexual attraction for her and laughing about it. So crude, we've decided not to air that audio. She also went on to say she would flee the country if she got in trouble again. So I reached out to DA George Gascon's office about these phone calls last week. His team told me they didn't even know about the calls until I contacted them. And Gascon has now released a statement which says in part, quote, after Tubbs sentencing in our case, I became aware of extremely troubling statements she made about her case, the resolution of it, and the young girl that she harmed. If we knew about her disregard for the harm she caused, we would have handled this case differently. And now for the very first time, the victim in this case, now age 18, is speaking out about Tubbs' two-year juvie sentence. We're obviously not identifying her, but she tells Fox News exclusively in part, quote, the things he did to me and made me do that day were beyond horrible for a 10-year-old girl to have to go through. That man was very clear-minded and old enough to know what he did that day was wrong and still did it anyway. It's something I struggle with, and it's insulting that this is all he was given as punishment, and I want something done about it. Tubbs will now be serving out her two-year sentence in a juvenile detention facility where she's going to be housed with other juvies at age 26. As for D.A. George Gascon, he is now backtracking on his zero-tolerance policy of never trying juvies as adults, recently announcing he will now consider doing so in the most extreme of circumstances.
in case anybody was wondering, just in case, bullets are cheap. I'm just saying. Uh, Tubbs, who didn't identify as a woman until he was facing some real time because he's a pedophile, um, is only going to spend two years in a minor facility. He may actually only serve six months if he's on good behavior. He'll get let out in six months and still doesn't have to register as a sex offender. So that really seems like justice was done there. Fox News only gave you part of the girl's statement. The other ones, and I guess, I don't know what Fox News is doing. If they're afraid they're going to offend people, I don't know what their gig is, but uh, they've all, she also went on to say that I've also heard that my attacker goes by she, them pronouns. Now she added, I see it's also unfair to try him as a woman as well. Seeing how clearly he didn't act like one on January 1st, 2014, whoever Tubbs was talking to on the phone and his phone call, uh, he also explained to them that he's seen other cases similar to his and the trannies got to, uh, I guess all be together in whatever facility they're in. So he asked the caller, when you see me in court, please address me as her. <laughs> it just really appears that he's going this route to get out of doing serious time in a men's correctional facility and having to register as a sex offender. California, you have fallen. It's been going in trending that direction for decades now, but I think you're just at a point now where if you are conservative at all, or maybe you were an independent and your, your state has fallen, you need to get out of your state. If you voted for anybody in your state that's running things right now, other than maybe a couple Republicans that seem to be okay, leave your politics behind, go to a different state, shred your voter ID card, and please never vote again. Because obviously you're picking people that have no business being in office and we don't need you screwing up any other additional states because you deciding to leave the tyranny that California currently is under that you help cause if you voted for that. Now, if you didn't vote for it and you're an actual conservative and you just happen to be one of the unfortunate ones that seem to be stuck in California and you can't get out. Do your best to get out, come to a red state. We'd love to have you because we know you're voting accordingly and you are, you know, you're not insane. (laughs) What else can there be? Because these type of articles, these type of news stories, they are insane. Think to yourself, could you imagine hearing, could you imagine somebody telling you 15 years ago, a story like this, you'd look at them and be, you know, where's the punchline? It, it, what, what, this isn't a joke. I thought we were. I thought we, you were telling me a joke, like three guys walk into a bar. That's what I thought we were at with this, because there is no way on God's earth that story could be true. Unfortunately, in the time we're currently in, this is becoming more mainstream. These are the sick, twisted stories that we are hearing coming out of everywhere now, and it is disgraceful and concerning for this country. Unbelievable. Uh, quick side note before I move on to my next story here, I was attempting to get on truth social. I wanted to check it out. It did launch. If you have an iPhone, I, you know, obviously I knew it was going to be jammed up probably the first week or so because it was going to get flooded with people. But if you have an iPhone, you were able to sign up if you could get on the platform. Um, if you're like me who owns an Android, cause I'm not real phone, uh, fond, excuse me, of Apple products, 
then uh, they don't have it in the Google Play Store yet. So I couldn't get into the app. Hopefully that's going to come really fast and I'll get an opportunity to get on there. My understanding from people that have gotten on there and see what it's like, it's kind of a mirror image of Twitter. If that is the case, and I, again, would like to see it for myself, but if that is the case, I would anticipate Twitter is about to go down one way or the other because everybody that was on Twitter for Donald Trump is going to move over. Anybody that doesn't want to be censored is going to move over. If it's got the same functionality functionality as Twitter, it's going to be a very comfortable transition over. And then any of Trump's haters who miss him and long for him online, because you know they do, uh, they'll move over there too just to finally be able to, I guess, be at peace by attacking him again. So I think Twitter is... Yeah, not going to be looking too hot if that's the case. I don't know yet. Again, I own an Android because I'm not fond of Apple products. When it becomes available with Google Play, I'll let you know then. If it does, I assure you that I will be leaving all other social media and I will just focus on the one and that'll you know be good for me. Senator Elizabeth Warren claimed during an interview last week that billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk did not pay any money in taxes, which elicited a response from the world's richest man, Elon Musk. Here is a short audio clip of what Warren had to say. Good. I'm, I'm delighted that he did this. I also believe, however, that billionaires ought to be paying taxes and it shouldn't simply be optional. You know... What we've now seen is both giant corporations and billionaires have enough tricks in the tax code. Because he's, just to be clear, he's donating the stock, yeah. right? Instead of the, he's donating the stock. That's right. But part of what happens right now is that, for example, Elon Musk, 2018, we've actually seen his tax returns. You know how much he paid in taxes? One of the richest people in the world? Zero. And he's not the only one. Uh, Jeff Bezos, right, another one of the richest people in the world, he pays less in taxes than a public school teacher uh, or a firefighter. And they do this because they're only being taxed on income. They very cleverly make sure they have no official income. They just have all this stock that keeps building in value, building in value. They borrow against it. It's just not right. We need a system in America where everybody gets the benefits of being an American, but that means everyone pays a fair share to keep this country running. All right, well, we are- All right just to be clear, media reports claim that Musk paid $0 in federal income tax in 2018, but he did pay $455 million in taxes between 2014 and 2018. And if you remember, Musk tweeted in December, late December, that he was going to pay over $11 billion in taxes this year. Uh, Musk responded to the comments that Warren was saying, writing on Twitter, that he will visit the IRS next time he's in D.C. just to say hi, since he paid the most taxes ever in history for an individual last year. And he said, maybe I can have a cookie or something. <laughs> he shot out. <laughs> However, he's, he is correct. Why does she, is she relentlessly trying to punish her and Bernie Sanders, punish anybody who has acquired wealth in this country? Her and Bernie both are pretty wealthy. 
Bernie's got what, three homes? If he's so interested in redistributing wealth, why doesn't he give up a couple of those homes to some people that need homes? Does he need to have three houses? I don't know what Warren has because, frankly, I don't care. See, unlike them, I don't care how much money somebody has accumulated. If they've worked hard for it and they've earned it or they've invented something and they've earned it, then God bless them, it is theirs to have and to keep. And with our tax codes... Does everybody play the shell game and shuffle money? Yes, they do. Let's be honest. Let's be as honest as we can get. Everybody here is going to take advantage of any tax break that you can get to avoid paying taxes and hopefully get a little bit of money back or just be flush. And if you're not doing that, then you're being foolish yourself because everybody does it. So why are you getting mad that they're doing the same thing that every single other American does in the United States today to make sure that either they don't get, have to pay taxes or they get money back? I do also find it interesting that he has paid out more taxes in the course of four years and potentially right now, he's not lying, more than any man in history, but at least for sure over those four years, $455 million. How many people that make less than $100,000 a year have ever paid that much taxes or will ever even get close to a a percent, 1% of what he paid? You never will. Maybe you pay 1500 bucks or 1200 bucks, or maybe you get $1,000 back or $500 back. Maybe, you know, if you're a bottom earner, maybe you're around $50,000, $60,000 a year and you have a couple kids, and every year you get five or $6,000 back. What are you mad at? It's fair. If somebody works hard, creates, innovates, they should be paid for it. And if they become the wealthiest person on earth, so be it. And what it is is jealousy. I think these people are jealous of him. Because you could take Elon Musk's wealth and you could take uh, Bezos' wealth and you could redistribute it all over the United States. And guess what? Most people are going to blow it right away and be right back in the same position that they're in. Maybe they'll have a couple new cars out in the driveway and have some bills paid off. But you're going to be right back to where you started at. And you've taken all that money away from them. What is the drive for anybody at that point to do anything great? If they know the government's going to swoop in and take your money from you, why would you work hard to create? Why would you do anything? You don't. Socialism. <laughs> and all with, um, that's what these people are, openly. Socialists. In a socialist society, you think they create? You think they, they're innovative? You think that they do all of it? No. Because no matter how much I do, I'm still going to be the same as the guy next to me that's sitting on the corner playing dominoes in the middle of the day, kicking back a few cold ones with his buddies. Why, why should I go out there and kill myself to live the exact same lifestyle as this guy living on the corner like a bum? Doesn't make sense. Very stupid, very dumb. All right, on to Joe Rogan. Now, the whole drama with Joe Rogan has seemed to finally quiet down you're not hearing a whole lot all of a sudden the people that claim they were coming off spotify quietly went back on to spotify uh, i would say the barrage of attacks on joe rogan is over at least for now joe rogan had a guest on his show um mahad nawaz <laughs> i apologize because i'm sure that's wrong anyways he's speaking to him about how the World Economic Forum is infiltrating governments around the world. Joe Rogan, like so many other people, 
when you hear about the Great Reset, they think it's all a conspiracy theory that people like myself are pushing online. He is having something explained to him in this audio clip that I'm going to play for you that finally opens his eyes to what is happening. He's actually speechless, and if you could see the video, you'd see his face and know what I'm talking about. He's speechless when he's when it's being explained to him and doesn't even know what to say. Here's that audio clip. Direct quote, though, on his, uh, you see it, our teams are now embedded in governments around the world. That's actually what they wrote. Yes. And the video is two minutes. I didn't play all of it. It's what he says. But what he's saying there sounds reasonable, yeah. figuring out on strategic ways to end the lockdown is. easily. No, that makes the, sense. Not the end of lockdown. No, no, no. Well, no. didn't he say that? Yeah. Keep in mind, Tony Blair is the one who's been advocating for vaccine passports, digital identification through COVID, and all of these measures. But didn't they say that about ending the lockdowns and keeping businesses? Once those measures are in place. Right, so he's, even in the UK, his stance has been, yeah, we're going to get out of all it, but you have to have digital ID mm. and you have to have... So, so during and the war, this is going to introduce the, t- the social it. credit score system. Right, so the, what, all of that came from your question, which is, regardless of intention, how do people... How do people do that infiltration from within? It's not just Twitter. So back to the psychological operations. It's also embedding people in government who are subscribed to this agenda. Yeah? And the agenda of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum is the same as the agenda of Tony Blair in this regard. They call it on their own website, they call it the Great Reset. That's what they say themselves. Yeah, that's a bizarre thing to do, to yeah. openly. Why do you think they openly discuss it that way? And openly, because the Great Reset has always been this gigantic conspiracy theory yeah, yeah. among the online folks. Yeah. Like, this is all part of the Great Reset. Well, yeah. when he wrote a book called The Great Reset, you're yeah. like, hey, man, yeah. shouldn't you be hiding this? And, and, and in 2017 at Harvard, he's saying, you know, we're going to basically, all of these world leaders will penetrate their cabinets with our young global leaders. He's open. About this. He's open. Blair's open. During the Iraq War, Blair tried to bring in ID cards in Britain. He failed. Now he's back. And he's trying to bring in digital ID during COVID. Right. So they're open about it. So this is going to be this never ending process to slowly move the goalposts towards more and more authoritarianism. Checkpoint society. It's all there. They they told us this. People have to realize this. Right. This is important. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? People like myself and other conservative commentators and anybody any good journalist and anybody that has spoken about the Great Reset for the last, oh God, I don't know, I've talked about it for the last year and a half or more. I mean, podcasting, doing doing this, it's been about a year and a half, but known that it's coming for a couple years now. Glenn Beck's been talking about it for 10 years. He just didn't have a name for it, but he's been talking about these things for 10 years. It's amazing how six months ago we're all conspiracy theorists and we're just being dismissed we don't know what we're talking about. We're just a bunch of nut jobs online that are talking about this crazy great reset that nobody knows a lot about because there's so many moving parts to it. And now Joe Rogan, the largest podcaster in the world, is having it explained to him in a way that's blowing his mind that he doesn't even know what more to say than, my God, people really need to know about this. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, you think? The social credit scores are already being put in place. You have states signing up to stop that from happening in their in their state with the banks that are there. They're already putting policies together and they're going to go to court to fight it so that you can't use social credit scores in the banks in their states. It's coming. It's a lot of it's already here. I explained this to you last week. You got to read the book. You got to get yourself 
educated on the subject because it is happening all around us. I said last week, we're probably 60%, 50-60% in. We're at about the breaking point where we're almost to the point of no return. So either we all get hip to it real fast and fight against it, or it's coming one way or the other, whether you like it or not, and then we are all going to have to go down that road, and it's going to be tough. Joe Rogan, it's probably a really good thing that he had this guy on. Because from what I know about Joe Rogan, he doesn't mind asking questions, even if the questions make him look stupid. He doesn't care. He's more than happy to ask him, and that's a good thing. He's inquisitive. He wants to know. He knows that he doesn't know everything, and he tries to have people on that are smarter than him. And I think that's what all of us you know, try to do, is you try to talk to people that are more educated than you, especially on particular subjects. So it's good that to his audience, which I'm sure is a lot of independent, liberal uh, people, it will open their eyes to see it because there are a lot of people in this world, liberal and independent, that if they know about it, they don't want this either. And they're just going to help us in the fight against it. So I was happy that that was brought up during his show. And I would hope that Joe decides to dig a little deeper into it and really have some excellent hosts on that know all about it. If he really wants to guru, he would call Glenn Beck up and have Glenn Beck on his show. I'm just going to throw that out there. I know Joe Rogan don't listen to me, but that's fine. But if he really wanted the guru, Glenn Beck and his team have put together just about everything. They haven't missed a whole lot, and especially if you read his book. So they, he should have him on, and then it would better explain to his audience. Glenn Beck would give it all to him with as much facts as you could ever hope to have during a conversation between two people. I'm concerned, but I think... In the fight against this, that was probably a win for us. I, I think that's going to be a real positive, and I, it should bring some light onto the situation Who uh, two people who haven't heard anything about it or just like him didn't think it was any more than just some strange conspiracy theory from all of us crazy people on the right. <laughs> uh, all right, Tuesday is now done. Yeah, well, at least for me. Hopefully Tuesday's done for you. We're going to be moving on to a hump day. If you'd like to follow me, Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, Gap or Parlor. I'm at The Real Little Joe Thought Hub. I'm at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to check out any videos that I do, you can go check me on Rumble at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. YouTube, I'm at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to contact me, please go to LittleJoeCC.com. Go to the contact section. You can send me a message. And if you would, kindly please rate and review me. I reversed it this time. Try to see how that went. (laughs) We'll do it again tomorrow.